Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. So glad you're joining us. Today, we're looking at the beginning of chapter three in our study through the Gospel of St. John. Just a reminder, we do refer to our study as a five-minute Bible study, meaning we spend about five minutes studying Holy Scripture. That five minutes does not include the reading of the passage and the prayer. All in all, we generally spend roughly seven to no more than 10 minutes on the study. So now, do you have a few minutes to devote to God's divine word? In this session, we will see the glory of God's love at work, even in the midst of our unbelief. Before we begin, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Oh, gracious Father, As we turn to your word, may your Holy Spirit rest upon us. Help us to be steadfast in our hearing, in our speaking, in our believing, and in our living. In Christ we pray. Amen. Hear ye now the word of the Lord, found in John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethsaida, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take up your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. This is the word of the Lord. My beloved, last time we met, Jesus had returned to Galilee where he rebuked the people for their lack of faith in him. Now our text begins saying sometime later, Jesus goes up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews where our Lord will perform another miracle. It is not known how much time has passed, nor is it known what feast our Lord is attending. Our passage today occurs on Jesus' second of five visits to Jerusalem. The location of our passage is clear. The miracle occurs at a pool near the sheep gate called Bethsaida, which means house of mercy. It has also been called Bethsaida, which means house of fishermen. This location is surrounded by a series of five covered columns. The sheep gate was basically located near the northeast corner of the old city of Jerusalem. Now to complete 
setting the stage for this miracle, we are told in verse 3 that a great number of disabled people, a multitude of invalids, which includes the blind and the lame and the paralyzed, have gathered there. We should know at this point of our passage that some manuscripts add to verse 3 and or add a verse 4 saying that the invalids were waiting for the movement of water for an angel of the Lord went down at a certain season into the pool and stirred the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease he or she had. This is certainly a description of folklore, what some would call a traditional myth, a popular superstition of that day. This myth is a widely held false belief. The deception is that the first person who steps into the pool after the water is stirred would be cured of whatever ailment he or she was suffering. This explains what the invalid tells Jesus in verse 7. The stirring up and movement of the water was likely caused by a subterranean water source. In verse 5, we are told about the miracle. There was a man who had been an invalid for 38 years when Jesus sees him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time. Christ goes to the invalid and asks him something totally unexpected, something that catches some of us by surprise. Our Lord asked the man, who again had been an invalid for 38 years, the question, do you want to be healed? Listen, our Lord is not trying to psychoanalyze this man, nor is Jesus asking this man a question as if there were any doubt that he was going to heal him. Christ is asking this question to kindle, to elicit the man's desire to be healed. You see, after 38 years, this man has certainly become accustomed to his broken state of being. This man is dead, even to the possibility of being restored. He is merely eking out a living by begging for food and money. Jesus asked this man this question to quicken him, to bring him to life, to the miracle that is about to happen. When our Lord asks the man, do you want to be healed? The man answers the question the way any despondent person would answer the same question. In the man's mind, his only chance to be restored is in a superstitious myth, a deception, and the only way to satisfy the myth is through human effort. The disabled man tells Jesus that he has tried to get out of the pool either by his own efforts or with the help of others, but has failed. Let's catch our breath. What are we looking at here? What's going on? It is obvious that the man's focus is not on the Lord. His full attention is on the pool. The man's hope for restoration rests in a false fable, a chance, a lottery for the one who is fortunate enough to be at the right place at the right time. This is a wicked deception permeated by Satan. These are the lies of the world. When Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? The man does what all of us do when we are in dire straits and need a miracle. We, like the man in the passage, limit the assistance of God 
to what our feeble minds can conceive. Here we have Jesus, the Christ, the Son of God, asking this diseased, disabled man if he wants to be healed. And the man, instead of just saying yes, goes off on a tangent and talks about all the things that he has tried to do to be healed. In a very real sense, this invalid is asking Jesus to help him get into the pool. How ridiculous. The only one with the power to truly heal the man is calling out to him. This is the brokenness of this man's fallen condition, and it demonstrates the brokenness of our fallen condition. How many times have you limited the power of God to work miracles in your life? How many times has God's blessing upon you been limited by your own mental capacity? The good news for this man in our text, despite his unbelief, is that it was always Christ's intent to heal him. In verse 8, Jesus commands the man to get up, take up his bed, and walk. And at once, he is healed. Now, there's a question that many of you are asking yourselves. Why, among the multitude of all the people at the sheep's gate pool, why does Jesus choose to heal this particular person? Well, why does Jesus choose you? That's the question. The Lord is posing the same question to you today. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed of your sins? If you do, say yes and then receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's all the time we have for today, but until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanese, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at ststephenschapel.org. That's St. S-A-I-N-T. Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.